All right, you're listening to Burning Trash, comic book reviews and commentaries with me, your host, Jasper Borgman. Uh, the song we just heard was Dis 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 Kiss 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 by the Riverboat Gamblers from their new CD entitled Underneath the Owl. <laughs> um, yeah, the CD just came out March 10th, so uh, go buy it. It's good. I'll uh, actually I'll, I'll end the show with uh, with a, another track from the CD. It's really good. So cool. Um, if you're a new listener, thanks for listening to the show. If you're a loyal listener, thank you for uh, sticking around. I'm still like you know doing this thing for fun, whatever, you know, seeing who uh, bites. All right, cool. Um, my last episode, I believe it was my last episode. I don't do these very frequently. Um, I believe it was called Bat Family Origin. It went over all the um, all the stuff I read and observed when I read the Batman R.I.P. storyline with all the tie-ins of, like, uh, uh, the Outsider, Batman the Outsiders issue, the Nightwing issues, and uh, the Robin issues, as well as Batman and Detective. So um, there you go. And then, um, so I realized that, okay, I don't read, I mean, I don't want to say I don't read frequently, but I don't, I guess I let my comics pile up, and um, I shouldn't do that, because um, the whole point of buying uh, comics as they come out is to read them as they come out, and um, I've, <laughs> I haven't read in like uh, maybe a good, I don't know, maybe, I guess maybe a good month or something, or, or two months or something, because of, uh, last time I read was, like, probably the last time I did one of these shows, is because, like, I had, like, you know, kind of an opinion about something I had just read. So, anyways, um, yeah, so that's that, but anyways, the reason, like I said, the reason that what inspired me to read is I had this pile of comics, I, um, I don't buy that many titles, but I do, like, um, I've been keeping up with the R.I.P. thing, and then, um, what the other titles I get are, uh, I get JLA, which I haven't, I'm, backed up on reading that one because I kind of wanted to see what that would do to Final Crisis, you know, so I've been buying JLA monthly. I've been buying um, Nightwing monthly right up until the end. I've been buying Robin monthly right up until the end. In fact, Nightwing and Robin, I read all those all the way, like, through um, the R.I.P. story all the way and then the the following issues right up until the final issues. So um, those are the two titles that I'm going to speak about today. And then in addition to that, I buy um, The Outsiders, which I've been pretty satisfied with for the most part. And then I've been buying uh, Batman and Detective as well. And then all the uh, Battle for the Cowl stuff is coming out now. So I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, I want to read these stories, although I have to read the stuff that I haven't read yet. The, like, you know, the fine, um, the uh, whatever they were calling it, um like the last rights stuff that came out like with stuff with the last rights banner on it that came out after um batman r.i.p you know all that stuff i have to read that stuff yet but um i did read through all of the robin issues and all of the nightwing issues and like i said that's what i'm speak about today so and i'm gonna like kind of compare them both okay um well i started picking up robin again it was uh i'm holding all these comics in my hand so i'm just kind of gonna like go through them and maybe i'll uh you know comment on each one um, in issue 173, they kind of hinted that Spoiler may be returning. Spoiler, a.k.a. Stephanie Brown. Um, one of my more favorite likable characters. One of the reasons I like to read Robin is because Spoiler's in it. Like, pretty much, like, you know, uh, she's almost as much of a lead character as he is, I guess you might say, in some stories anyways. So, um, so 73 and 74 focused on her. And then 75 and 76 had the R.I.P. banner on them, and I bought those, and those were um, those were fine. You know, they were they were nice, and they were like uh, they're kind of they're kind of nice tie-ins because they were it was only two issues. And then um, following that, uh, let's see, we got Robin issues 77 through I believe 82. 
83. Okay, here we go. 83. Okay, so we got Robin issues 77 through 83. So um, I really like this storyline. It, it, I think it's called um, Search for a Hero or something. Yeah. The storyline, I think it's a six-part story called Search for a Hero, and then... Um, then there's a seventh issue, issue 183, which is the final issue, and I think it kind of like recaps everything that Robin, uh, you know, whatever, they, however they wanted to tie up the Robin thing, um, you know, and uh, kind of like tie it all up and um, sum up where he is as a character um, with them ending the title. And, um, you know, I, I mean, as I was reading it, I was like, okay, you know, this is like, you know, this is fine storytelling. It was like, it's, you know, it wasn't like blowing my mind. I was like, wow, cool, whatever, you know, it was just like, um, it was nice, like, uh, I don't know, it was it was nice PG-13 storytelling, you know what I mean? And it was, uh, um, it, like I said, it wasn't blowing my mind, but yet it, um, I, like, it wasn't blowing my mind yet. I wanted to keep reading it, you know, so I wasn't disinterested in it. And we're going to talk about Nightwing in a little bit. <laughs> so, um, so anyways, um, what this story had, let's see, I think it was written by the same, the same creative team on the whole thing. It was uh, Fabian Nacienza was the writer. And Freddie Williams II um, penciled all of them, I believe. Yes. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so the, the same creative team on all of them, those seven issues. And, um, yeah, I think, I think the preceding uh, four issues as well, like the spoiler reveal issue and then uh, the RIP issues. So this story, as I said, I'm not a regular Robin reader, so I don't know if every Robin story is as eventful as this one. But um, after reading this, I feel like... Um, the creative team decided that they would try to cram as much stuff and um, you know as much stuff into this uh, these seven issues as they possibly could, and um, it really worked for me. It really did. I liked it a lot, and um, I mean, and they didn't just cram stuff in. They um, you know they made um, references to current DC continuity and a couple references to past DC continuity. For instance, um, what was there? Donna Troy made an appearance, and it was something, uh, oh, she, the Red Robin costume, um, from, I think it may have first shown up in Kingdom Come, but then it also sh showed up in Countdown, um, like, you know, the Red Robin costume, if you're familiar with it, I can't really describe it, um, you know, it has, it involves a hood and, like, a red suit with a different symbol than, like, the normal Robin symbol. So the Red Robin costume shows up, and he speaks with Don, Donna Troy about it. On, just It's just on screen. It's just really little stuff. Ragman makes an appearance, which is weird. Um, Jason Bard, which is a, a Silver Age character. And I don't know if he's in current DC continuity at all, but he's, he's in it. And, um, and then, I don't know, Robin also has, um, like, a... A confidant at the Gotham Police Department, kind of similar to how um, Batman has Commissioner Gordon. He has this um, this officer um, Jessica Harper, and um, she like gets information for him, and like you know they speak back and forth, and it's kind of cool. It's kind of a cool little dynamic that they created within the story. I just I, I really think that like this story uh, Robin's interesting because they build on it, and like he grows as a character, and. Um, you know, new stuff like that, just like that one little thing, like, uh, that detective helping him out, like, um, things like that are, like, just developing in every issue of Robin, so it's kind of a shame that, like, it's gonna end, but, um, I'll speak a little bit more about it in a minute, um, so, 
yeah, so he's just, um, Rob, they, uh, like I said, they cram a lot in, they, like, you know, he uses a lot of the, uh, Batman tricks in it, like, he takes the Batmobile out one day, and, um, to kind of defeat, like, this, to take care of a situation that's going on, he feels like the best way possible is to, like, he gets frustrated with, uh, he feels like he's not doing a good enough job as Robin, so he takes the Batmobile out to try to let the Batmobile kind of, uh, um, scare people off, to kind of, like, uh, maybe settle things out, and, um, it, it doesn't totally work, but, uh, yeah, it creates an interesting issue anyways. And, um, who else? Yeah, Nightwing's in it for a minute, and, uh, not very interesting. Yeah, there's, like, corrupt cops, so there's, like, that, like, a second storyline with that in it, and then, um, and then Robin just eventually gets so, so frustrated, like, at one point that, um, I think, um, yeah, just that's, so much stuff is happening. He feels like he's failing, like in a bad way, and then this uh, this other character comes into the um, into the story who was um, in, who was uh, wearing the Red Robin costume, and um, he then is wearing the Anarchy costume, and and like he uh, reveals himself as Anarchy, and it's not the original Anarchy because I've read a couple of those old stories, those old Batman stories. And um, Anarchy was like a character who was kind of like uh, played both sides, as I understood it. He wasn't really. He was kind of like more of a nuisance than like a um, like a force of evil or a force of good. And um, so, like, they just kind of like, oh yeah, you know, they kind of just like brushed him off as kind of like a a goofball, like running around in a costume, as I remember. But this one was uh, this character, and he really wanted to. Stir some shit up, man. He uh, he blew a bunch of things up, and he ends up actually like you know killing half his family, and um, but Robin caught him, turned him in, and um, that was the end of the six issue storyline. Um, in need of a hero, is that what I said it was? I don't know, close enough. So um, yeah, that was the end of that six issue storyline, and then it ends up with uh, whatever the officer Jessica Harper being promoted to detective, and then um, at the end they uh on top of the Gotham City Police Department building, they build like a Robin symbol and like there's a Robin light in the sky and I don't know, it's just kind of like, it ends on a nice high note. And then the following issue is the final issue of Robin and it's like kind of where they recap everything and talk about like where he's at as a person and um, but they don't do it in like such a way where they did in the Nightwing issue I'll talk about that later. Um, they kind of, it kind of starts off with like a note from uh, from Lady Shiva to challenge Robin to like a duel to the death. And then he diffuses the situation in a way that like, um, probably not necessarily in a way that Batman might have, but in a way that is as clever as like, um, as it, it's like equally as clever as something that Batman may have done in a Batman book. So that was really cool. And that's what ended the issue. And, um, and then let's see, it says, uh, yeah, and then, like, uh, you know, of course, like, it does the, you know, straight out of a, like, you know, cliche ending, um, Robin swinging through the air, at the, like, on the final page, and it's the end of it, it's the end of the final issue of the Robin title, but it says, only the beginning, and, uh, so that was cool, it left me on, like, you know, feeling good, and then, uh, you know, I read Nightwing, like, uh, I think I just read Nightwing, I re read Nightwing afterward, and, um, you know, they dedicated four issues to the R.I.P. storyline, which involved like um, Nightwing and uh, and Two Face, and um, not a great story. Interesting story, you know. It had its ups and downs, and then um, 
it that ended at issue 150 and let's see the final issue of Nightwing was issue 153 and I really I really don't know why they published issues 151, 152 and 153. Nothing really happened to further Nightwing's character. They they didn't tie it up in any real way. There it was it was like not it was a bunch of nonsense. I'm going to tell you I'm going to spoil it all. It's it was stupid. It was totally stupid. They uh, you know Nightwing uh, whatever gets two-faced back behind bars in Arkham and then there's like they have like a um like a Hannibal Lecter style chat like which lasts for like a good four or five pages and then um then it shows the JLA like um I I believe it's Batman or I I just like you know it could have been Martian Manhunter I'm not positive but it takes like you know the body like uh you know not, not the body but like the coffin that the supposedly the body is in and uh, the JLA take it and they put it in their, uh, you know, their fortress and um, they bury it 400 yards underground and um, it's like in a heavy, heavily, the a heavily shielded tomb, and uh, you know, with like a laser force field around it, you know, booby trapped and stuff. And then, um, and then this is still issue 151. It ends with Nightwing. With Robin and Alfred going out to the desert somewhere with Nightwing, waiting for him to free fall because he wants to like break four records or some crap, he he goes up into space like or like stratosphere, which I guess is right before like the atmosphere, which like he's so he's still within the Earth's atmosphere, and um, he goes. Let's see, I wrote this down, I think, or did I? No, I wrote a ridiculous altitude because it was it was just stupid. It was just stupid. Nightwing goes up to some ridiculous altitude, like in in some kind of craft. Like maybe it was like a little, had a balloon with it. Maybe it was like a little like a, I don't know if it was a ship that had actually engines on it or if it was a balloon that like went all the way up. But whatever, it was a, uh, it was just silly. And then he gets all suited up, and then he uh, free falls, and then uh, it's just him like you know, it's like a bunch of crap in this issue. This is one fifty one. I'll say like you know, one of the worst issues of. I've read recently of comics, man. I, there's a um, there's a Justice League issue I read recently, which was really bad too. JLA is doing some really bad stuff. Um, but anyways, um, yeah. So he just free falls, and then um, you know, and when he like lands, like all is well, and then he goes back to uh, Wayne Manor with uh, with uh, uh, what's it called, uh, Dick with um, with Tim Drake and Alfred. They all make dinner together and eat a nice dessert, and then they all watch a movie together, and then it ends with Nightwing or Dick Grayson clicking off the remote control, and the issue ends. It's like, it didn't even end on any kind of weird cliffhanger. And then 152 was the issue where they had, like, the Faces of Evil Month, I believe it was in January, and they uh, they put Ra's al Ghul on the cover. And Ra's al Ghul, to me, he's not even, like, you figure, like, Nightwing... See, that's why, like, I don't know, I used to, like, really like Nightwing or Dick Grayson. I thought he was kind of cool, but now I, I don't like him at all. Like, I don't even know, does he, like, I don't read, first of all, I don't read the title really. I just know, like, when he appears in Batman. But does he even have any real, like, arch enemies or that aren't Batman's arch enemies? I don't know. But, um, and I don't know what kind of uh, run-ins he's had with Ra's al Ghul, but they put Ra, they felt it necessary to put Ra's al Ghul on the cover. So um, that issue is dedicated to Nightwing and Ra's al Ghul and Ra's al Ghul being bummed out that he wasn't the person to kill Batman and stuff. And they have like a sword fight, um, him and, uh, you know, Nightwing. And it ends up with a really, it, it's just really stupid. It's like they just, it's all philosophical talk. It's all like Ra's al Ghul talking about, um, 
you know, just just stuff that you'd think Razak would talk about. Just I normally like his character a lot, but another issue that was just a, like a nothing issue, just like I guess maybe the, I don't want to say is just to get people to buy it, but um, no story, no content, no story whatsoever. So we're going two for two on the no story and there's no story department for Nightwing. And then uh, issue 153 was the final issue of Nightwing. And uh, JSA helps him move out. Helps him move out of... Uh, I know he wasn't living in Gotham. I forget where he was living. But um, they uh, you know, they help him move. And they're all strong. And they, uh, they all fly. So they fly all the shit to wherever like uh, he's going to end up. Like at Wayne Manor. And uh, he takes the subway back to Gotham because, like, for like uh, you know, very deep reasons, he wants to see the people. He wants to see the faces of the people he's going to help, and he wants to see the faces of the people who might harm him. You know, and uh, and then he gets to. Uh, they just it's just so these three issues were such fillers, and then they, they gets back, and it shows him, Robin, and Alfred recovering the goddamn penny out of a hole. The guy, you know, because Batman's cave got trashed. So they take, they're getting like a, Robin's going down and uh, looking for the penny, and they get the, he gets the penny, and then they get like whatever stupid harness they have, and they get the penny out of there, and they put the penny back up on the stand, and uh, you know, everyone, they're like, oh yeah, you know, the cave's not the same without this penny, and uh, <laughs> and uh, and then like Alfred and like um, Alfred and Dick kind of have like a little somber moment together and Tim's off in the distance and they're all like, yeah, Tim's uh, dealing with it in his own way. He's went through so many deaths in the last, like, you know, last, like, uh, you know, small amount of time with his father and Barry Allen or Bart Allen and, um, I don't know, Connor, Connor Kent and among some others they mentioned. So yeah, so it, it, it ends on a somber note and it's like, I mean, in contrast with all the Robin issues I read that were like, to me, like, uh, like I read the Robin issues before I read the Nightwing issues tonight, and um, I was like so so like I was lukewarm on the Robin stuff, and then after reading Nightwing, I'm like, man, this sucks. I'm like, the Robin stuff's great compared to this. I'm like, I would I would totally like recommend someone pick the Robin stuff up. So I, if you have not read this, like I'm leaving a lot of details out. They crammed a lot of story into those seven Robin issues. Those guys, man, they did a great job. So good for them. Uh, whatever, Fab Fabian Nascienza and Freddie Williams II. Good job, guys. And then, um, I would like to note though, in one of the in one of the Nightwing issues, they changed pencilers, and the guy I like Brian Boland. The guy's style is almost like Brian Boland's. It's um, Doug Monkey and um, some other person. I think I noted it, man. But yeah, Doug Monkey. Yeah, he did like the nice cross hatching on like on the figures that like uh, very technical art style. You know, it's not cartoony. It's really techni technical, like almost like reminds me of some of the Silver Age stuff, some of the stuff I like about Neil Adams' artwork, all the nice cross-hatching stuff in the faces and the shading. Um, I like it. Did a good did a good job on that issue. So that that's something nice I can say about Nightwing. But as far as the story, it's just like filler. Even even throughout the R.I.P. stuff, it's just like a thing. Um, whatever. Some experience that Robin or the Nightwing has with uh, um, Two Face, and it's just that's filler as well. And it's tied in as like it's got the Batman R.I.P. like logo across the top of it, and it's on the um, the promo card, all the Batman R.I.P. checklist. Like those are the issues you're supposed to buy. So yeah, and then um, on the final page, it says dedicated to Denny, Dick, and Julie, and I can only imagine that that means it's dedicated to Denny O'Neill, Dick Giordano, and Julie Schwartz. And um, I don't know. That, first of all, that, that first led, led me to believe that they might be, they might have died, and I don't think those guys died. So um, uh, 
So I don't know. I guess maybe they were responsible for Nightwing, and then like you know, and they and they ended the they bleh, they ended the book and uh and they dedicated the last issue to Denny Dick and uh, Denny O'Neill, Dick Giordano, and Jules Schwartz. So cool, man. That is my uh, yeah. So what, we're at 22 minutes right now. Jeez, killed a lot of time. I hope uh I hope this issue is good enough or this episode was good for you guys, man. Cause uh I know sometimes uh it's tough for me to express my thoughts. And, uh, you know, do a good job on these uh, comic book podcasts. So, yeah, so I guess thanks for listening. Uh, I would recommend picking up uh, Robin issues 177 through 183, or at least pick up the trade because it's a good story. It really is, if you want to. And it's it kind of just. Uh, it's kind of just another piece of the puzzle for the whole Batman R.I.P. thing. You read the Grant Morrison thing, it kind of doesn't make a lot of sense. I still have yet to read the uh, Batman title issues and the uh, detective issues that follow um, Batman R.I.P. So I might speak about them um, after I read them because they're like next on the stack. I got like I'm going to go through Outsiders, JLA, and then like Batman and R.I.P. and then I can dig in the, the Battle of the Cowl and um, see if I like it or not. So I guess I'll keep you posted. I try to make these episodes as spoiler-free as possible, but um, I felt it necessary to tell you all of the gory details in those Nightwing books because they really were a bunch of Oh, just abortions, man. <laughs> right. All right. Okay. Um, if you'd like to reach me, send me an email. Send it to email. Or I'm sorry. Uh, send it to jasperplan9 at gmail.com. And uh, it's jasperplan, N-I-N-E, nine is spelled out. Jasperplan9 at gmail.com. Uh, follow me on Twitter. It's, uh, again, twitter.com slash jasperplan9. And uh, be my best friend on MySpace. Go to myspace.com slash plan9print. And, um, yeah, as always, uh, Burning Trash is sponsored by Plan 9 Print. Go to Plan9Print.com and place an order for stickers or shirts for your band, business website, or podcast. Um, let's see. Yeah, go to my eBay store if you'd like to purchase some comics or rock memorabilia. I've always got new stuff listed up. Um, t-shirts. I'm running off, like, uh, bootleg t-shirts like a madman. If you got a favorite, let me know. I'm When I say bootleg t-shirts, I mean band shirts, stuff you can't find. I uh, stay away from the comic licensed stuff so uh yeah that's not what i meant when i said bootleg so I, yeah i don't i don't do any comic stuff um i do some band stuff so rad um i guess thanks to everyone for listening i am gonna end this show with uh, another song from the new riverbook amblers record um underneath the owl i like this record a lot I, new record um yeah i dig it a lot this song is called pilgrims in an unholy land thanks you so much for listening um, yeah, you can find this episode at comicbooknoise.com or, um, uh, yeah, there's a, or there's a link to this episode at least, um, Derek created a new page for me and yeah, by the way, thanks to Derek for, uh, thanks to Derek for plugging my eBay store on one of his most recent episodes where he speaks about Superman, the Legion of Superheroes and, uh, written by Jeff Johns and, um, yeah, thanks to Derek for that and thanks to, another thanks to Derek for, uh, hosting my show and, uh, and being my pal. So, uh, there you go. This episode, or uh, yeah, I'm ending the show with um, a song by the Riverboat Gamblers. This song is called Pilgrims in an, Un- in an Unholy Land. Thank you so much for listening.